listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is Pharmacy Crossroads with your host, community pharmacy business veteran, the road trip guy, Bruce Leland. Community pharmacy is at a crossroads. Pharmacy owners across the country are evolving their pharmacy businesses and making a bigger impact on their communities. Bruce talks with the most innovative community pharmacy owners, pharmacy industry experts, and people who are passionate about the business of pharmacy and its impact on community health care. Pharmacy Crossroads is a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. And now, here's our host, Bruce Neeland. Well, hello again, friends and neighbors, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bruce Neeland with another episode of Pharmacy Crossroads. And I'm running out of fancy titles, uh, embellishments uh, for the guests that I have. So today I've got Shada Chowdhury, the proud owner of Palms Pharmacy in uh, Florida, Southern Florida, Tampa, someplace like that. Right, Shada? Yeah, yeah in Tampa. And, and and I'm going to brag on her for just a little bit. Uh, she and I did a podcast about a year and a half ago, and I had never met or heard of her. She was just recommended to me, and she was kind enough to do a podcast. And then shortly thereafter, I was able to attend a trade show, the IPC conference in San Diego, where she was a presenter. And I've got to tell you, she – captured the attention of the audience for a full hour and I left impressed and thrilled that I'd had a chance to just interview her on my show. So she's back for a encore performance, totally different agenda, but um, I'm proud to have Shada Chowdhury and take a second or take a minute and tell us a little bit about who you are and where you are in your pharmacies with a plural, right? Yes. So thank you, Bruce, for having me. It's an honor to be on this podcast again with you. I mean, Bruce, you are a legend, okay? Um, So me, Shada Chowdhury, owner of Palms Pharmacy. It'll be about eight years in April. We've been open. We've opened our second pharmacy, One Source Pharmacy, about a year ago. Um, We are an independent concierge pharmacy. Um, Yeah. We're in Tampa, Tampa, Bruce, Tampa, Florida, okay? Well, and that's great. And one of the dirty secrets is, the, you know, we keep track of how many people download my podcasts. And, uh, you know, I average about 2,000. I got my report last month, and uh, they extended a little bit more than the year. And Shada had 4,000 downloads on the podcast we did with her 18 months ago which just blew us away. So we wanted to have her back. Um, so the the first question is, what have you done new or different uh, at Palms Pharmacy in the last 18 months that you find is working for you? Well, the last 18 months have been a whirlwind for us with COVID tests and just transitioning out of that and then transitioning again with all the weight loss products and transitioning again, pivoting. There's a lot of pivoting happening in the last year and a half, and I'm sure other pharmacy owners have pivoted twice over the last year. So just trying to find their their footing, really. Um, so the new products that we have brought to the market are private label supplements. That is one of our big 
exciting projects that we brought. Um, so you'll be seeing us on social media promoting our private label. So we brought in a really awesome multivitamin, um, iron, magnesium, and berberine to the market. So you'll be seeing that on social media. Um, another big, big thing that we brought to um, to a lot of our patients is uh, we've been compounding uh, semaglutide and oral solution is what we brought to our patients because they were on uh, the injectables for over a year. And then when that fell off the market, as everybody knows, in June, we had to pivot and offer something to those patients. So we had, we brought that to market and that's been doing well for our patients. Um, also the front end, since Bruce, you know how much I love the front end. Yeah. Um, we, I attended the natural product expo a couple weeks ago here, not here, but in Philly. Um, we met a bunch of NCPA owners and uh, we brought a bunch of new products into the pharmacy. So in social media, you'll be seeing that as well. So, well, and um, really I'm, cool I'm, ones. I'm going to back up on the natural products expo. I, I attended that once about 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, I've been in the business for 50 years, been to a lot of trade shows. That was the most humongous show I have oh, ever been God. to. It, I think I walked three miles in one day. Yeah, and and you saw stuff that you couldn't imagine was available, and uh, I I can you tell us a thing or two that you've brought back that you're excited about? Oh, I'm. I mean, this time around, this is my second year attending, and this time around, I was very selective, and I knew what I wanted when going in. So one item, which I think every pharmacy should carry, um, since we all deal with patients with ADHD. And for kids, we're bringing in this protein for children that would like to grow. It's called True Height, and it really helps children make sure they have protein. And, you know, parents are like, oh, my God, my child is, you know, is not growing. So this protein supplement, um, we've gotten great feedback from parents, and that's a great add-on to our ADHD medications. So that is one of them, but we have many natural deodorants, spa products. We're private labeling gummies now. So, I mean, everybody, all pharmacy owners, I definitely recommend going to the Natural Product Expo. They have one on the East Coast and the West Coast every six months. And and before our listeners get a misimpression, how big is your front end? Oh, <laughs> it is so small, but we utilize our space wisely. Um, it is, what, 1,800, no, 800 square feet. Sorry, 800 square feet. It's super yeah, small. So so, and and you have turned that into an absolute magnet and personality generator for your pharmacy, right? Definitely, definitely, we have, and we we turn our products. That's what we do. We don't let anything sit stagnant. We always turn our products because our patients come in every month. So I want to make sure when they come in every time they see new products, and not just the old Tylenol sitting on that shelf that's about to expire. So we try to keep it fresh. And, and we are offering it now on our website. So we'll have e-commerce coming up um, in November. Well, and, and let's flip the topic a little bit to social media and digital support. Um, you've mentioned your website. Let's start there. You've done something to turn it into an e-commerce site. Yes. Tell us how that works. So um, we're in the process of building that site. So that should be launching November 1st. Um, we're adding our private label products, uh, a bunch of supplements, and our over-the-counter products. Just a great add-on to our 
are, you know, patients getting their prescriptions. And so um, overnight, you know, when we are uh, sleeping, hopefully patients are online and just looking at our stuff, but um, they're great add-ons. Um, this is a horrible segue into that, but <laughs> we, um, it was, patients had, have always asked us, hey, can I just purchase it online? And we're like, oh, you have to call us or text us. So this was, um, we've been working on this for a while, but I think we finally got it right now. Hopefully in November it'll launch. And I'll let you know, Bruce, so you can well, order and, stuff online for your hike. And, yeah, and speaking about letting people know building a great website and having a feature like that is neat, but how are you going to let people know about it? Oh, social media, you'll be seeing me and my staff, as you know, my staff, and we post crazy posts <laughs> about every week. We don't take ourselves so seriously, and I'm sure you've seen our posts. I, um, I remember the chili eating contest that had yes. burnt, burned mouths and people running to get drinks of water, so I remember seeing that one. Yes, we try to stay on trend with TikTok and Instagram and all this stuff, and my staff loves it, and like I said, we don't take ourselves so seriously. Um, a lot of our posts don't really are not, you know, medical and all that boring stuff. You know, we we try to stay on trends, so um, that's what we do. Well, and and let's back up and talk about that. Who who decided? I mean, this is a a big decision. Um, yeah. You know, pharmacies wrestle all the time with what their image is. Am I going to be conventional? Am I going to be clinical? Am I going to be personality driven and you obviously decided personality driven what was the thinking on that i mean that's a big risk when you start trying to do that as a professional i agree we wanted to do fun and trendy posts but then i would say in between all that we do have a little clinical portion to it so we try we're close to the edge but i mean we're still serious like i make sure that i'm not in the crazy posts that you know people still know that i'm a pharmacist and my pharmacists are doing crazy posts as well but still we do we still have our clinical and our serious side as well but you know we we have our young 18 to 24 year olds and then we have our 24 to 36 year olds so you know we have to hit all markets and plus my 65 plus year olds love these posts so you know everybody enjoys uh, laughing at us so that's okay yeah, and you know, I hear my wife talking to friends all the time about something she saw on Facebook, those little reels videos or whatever. So, and you know, we're we're not youngsters. I turned seventy six this year, and my wife's not far behind me. I won't disclose that age, but uh, you know, so uh, you know, we're we're that demographic that people think isn't there, and and we are. So, so are you doing the Facebook stuff? totally on your own or have you got a professional person who's helping you at all no we do not have any well we think we're professionals have you seen us <laughs> <laughs> no it's just us um each week we try each technician slash whoever's here whoever's one of the 15 20 people that we have here we come up with an idea and we just roll with it and we have one or two people that really know how to use an iphone that knows how to edit yeah um Listen, it's always keep it in house. We do not have any professionals. Professionals, how's that? <laughs> that that is great. So the big difference between this year and last year is insanity struck, and you opened a second pharmacy. Yes. Tell us a little bit about how you, how come you did that, and is it a duplicate of yours, or are you doing something different? 
so this opportunity came to me about two years ago to um, partner with a DME company. So they are a DME company, they're medical supplies, but they did not have a pharmacy. So, you know, when a patient sends, when a doctor sends over a prescription for a DME, Dexcom, Omnipods, that sort of stuff, um, they send it to the medical side. And then a lot of patients, insurance are switching it to the prescription side. So medical and prescription. So they didn't have some a pharmacy to catch those prescriptions. So they came to me and said, hey, can you assist us? and opening a pharmacy. I'm like, okay, let's go. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy ride. Great education. Like I had no idea about this side of pharmacy, but, um, I've learned a lot. We've grown the business. Um, we really ship deliver to the whole state of Florida now. So it's, I think everybody should get in this side of the business and who knew that DME companies were looking for pharmacies. So I definitely, recommend pharmacies go ask your local DME company, hey, who's catching your prescriptions when it is a pharmacy benefit? Usually they send it off to the big companies. Right. You know, they prefer to send it over to little pharmacies, independent pharmacies, not little, you know what I mean, independent pharmacies. So um, it's been working well and we've been open a year now. Here's a message from today's episode sponsor. Whether you are starting a new pharmacy or have been in business for years, partnering with the right buying group is important to your business. IPC, Independent Pharmacy Cooperative, is the nation's largest GPO and for the last 40 years has been committed to developing revenue opportunities and enhancing profitability for our members. We support our members through effective purchasing strategies, expert advice on expanding services, returning 100% of your rebates, and IPC members receive an additional yearly payout of cooperative income. IPC is the right partner for successful pharmacy owners who want to secure their position as an essential healthcare provider in the community. Visit IPCRX.com to take control of your business today and future-proof your pharmacy for tomorrow. Well, I had, you know, I had a chance to visit a, a nice little pharmacy in Chico, California last year that the owner of the pharmacy actually owns a DME company, and it's just a wonderful synergy between those yeah. two things. Um, and the doctors now know they can call the pharmacy for anything, and, and the pharmacy can help them get it from the DME company. So they've just really become the point of contact for the prescribers in the community. It's kind of a neat thing. So the second pharmacy, I mean, is it five miles away from you or how far away? I mean, it depends who's driving. It can be 45 minutes or it could be an hour and 15 minutes. So it's about, an, let's just say an hour away from us. So it's, okay. a, it's, it's in a different area of Tampa, but um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it stays busy. How's that? It stays busy. Well, that's great. Um, so we're recording this early in October. It's my understanding that in a few days, you're going to take off for Orlando, a long trip for you from Tampa. And go to the NCPA meeting. Um, I suspect many people who listen who who aren't listening to this podcast are the same people who aren't going to the meeting. But so we may be preaching to the choir. But take a couple minutes and tell us how and why you go to a trade show like this, um, and how long have you been going to trade shows? So I've been going since, I would say, 2016, since I opened the pharmacy, just to see what's out there. Um, so since 2016, I've been going to NCPA for, yeah, every year now. 
Um, so why I go is your your question is I yeah. really I really enjoy the CEs because you know we do these all these CEs, right? Um, they're new topics. NCPAs is pretty. Their CEs are pretty cutting edge, and they're really on trend. So that is one thing. Another thing, why a reason why I go is networking with industry leaders. I mean, I would never have met Amina before if I haven't if I didn't attend NCPA. And I can tell because Amina is a friend of mine. Um, Amina of Avant Institute Pharmacy in North Carolina. Right. Um, Amina Ab Abukar. Abu Bakar. Uh, Abu Bakar. Remarkable okay. lady. So go on. What she teach you? So, so I she was on stage in 2016 and I was in tears. I was like, oh my God, there's someone out there that knows my pain. So I tell her the story that I met her in the bathroom and I said hello to her and she said hello back to me. And I was like, oh my God, she said, and she said hello to me. <laughs> so I repeated this story to her last year and I said, oh my God, Amina, you, I'm just letting you know the impact that you have on pharmacy owners is just, you have no idea. She, she is such a trailblazer. And those are the folks that you meet at NCPA. I definitely recommend anybody that can go, go to NCPA. I mean, it's just amazing. All the uh, industry leaders that are there, like, I mean, there's so many, I can't even name them. And there's the pre-con that's coming up. There's a bunch of owners there that are going to have a panel and they're all good friends of mine. Um, just innovators. So everybody go to NCPA. Well, here's my editorial comment from, you yeah. know, as I try to persuade people to go to a trade show, the impression they have is the big successful owners go, but the little struggling pharmacist can't. And, and I argue the big successful pharmacies got there because they went to the meetings and and you would be a poster child for that. I mean, you just opened your store and you were off to NCPA within months of opening, right? Oh, definitely. And just a lot of owners are just very shy. They don't want to talk. It's just talk to everybody. Everybody wants to share their story. So just talk, mingle. And if you have a question, just ask. Everybody's there to help each other. And don't be intimidated. We're, we were all in the same boat. We're still in the same boat. Well, it's a big show. Do you go with any kind of a pre-planned agenda as to who you might want to see? I mean, have you got a, an outline, a plan? I mean, I should have a plan. <laughs> I try to make a plan, but those plans, no, they never fall into place. But I mean, I do catch up with vendors and find new vendors. I mean, I do have a plan this time around because I would like to get uh, accredited for part B as in boy billing. So um, I do have a plan to go find a couple vendors. And um, also I want to really take away a couple ideas and implement them in the pharmacy. So I'm gonna go and talk to, um, again, movers and shakers. But yes, I should make a plan and I will make a plan usually the day before or the night that I get there, I'll map it all out. Um, and a plan is nice, but exploring is nice too. I mean, to yeah. find something that you didn't know you were looking for. You looking for any kind of technology or do you think you're set with technology? Technology, I think we're okay with. We did sign up with Red Sale for um, Part B as in boy billing. We did sign up with them. Technology-wise, there's some great technologies. Yugo is one of them that I'm, I have signed up, but I will go talk to them again. Also, my staff is there attending the show, so there's about six of us that are attending. 
So it would be great to hear and see what they see and, and how they experience it. And, you know, something that I've missed. So it'll be great that they're attending. So they'll be there on Sunday. So if you see us with crazy t-shirts on, that's Palms Pharmacy. Well, and the crazy t-shirts, back to that personality thing. And, um, you know, it, 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 the word marketing is one of those that uh, uh, intrigues and frustrates me. Too many people think marketing is advertising. And, the, you know, the biggest part of marketing is a little bit about what you've talked about, deciding what your image is going to be. How are you going to convey your pharmacy to the public? And, you know, uh, you know, having decided that, then that opens up doors as to what you're going to do. So you go to the trade show with crazy Palms t-shirts. I mean, um, not a whole lot of pharmacies do that, Jada. I mean, that's uh, that's a unique thing, and it reflects on your, you know, on the personality of your store. And and uh, you know, I, I I've been pondering a little bit about what's important about stuff. And and the thought that's been going through my mind is feelings are what's important. You're in the business to help people feel better. And you do that in a number of ways. Um, the products and services you provide help them feel better. But the way you treat people helps them feel better. And um, and I, I, it's just a joy to see you you know, the listeners won't be able to see your smile and your face and your enthusiasm, but you, you've just got that glow about you. And, you know, I drop in when I travel unexpected to pharmacies all across the country. And, you know, every once in a while, somebody knows who I am. Um, but most of the time they don't. And they're just sad and downtrodden. And, you know, this is a tough time in the business. And and I guess I'd like to ask you for a minute, do you have any problems? I mean, do, do you have <laughs> – I mean, you look so happy and you're so optimistic. Are, are there things that PBMs are doing to you that you hate? I mean, do you want me to cry you a river? I mean – I just want we... people to know you have a real <laughs> pharmacy and that you have real issues. Oh, we have issues galore. I can name them all, but I'd rather not because everybody's in the same boat with me. Yeah. Um, PBMs, of course, you know, with the negative reimbursements, with the DIRs that are coming up, saving everything to make sure, you know, the apocalypse or whatever it is that's coming next year, got to prepare for that. So we did prepare. Um, we do watch all of our DIRs. My staff, they're well-trained to look at all every transaction to make sure the DIRs, everything's correct. So yes, on our end, the DIRs, PBMs, yeah. Okay, that's, you know, we have, that's why we have to pivot. That's why pivot is my term. Just, be, you know, in June, we had to pivot. We lost a lot of patients in June, so we had to pivot. That's why we came up with the semaglutide, the whole weight loss program, regimen, all that stuff. So we, we, we bounced back. So we have that staffing issues. I mean, come on, who doesn't have staffing issues out there? The quality of folks out there, the work ethic of folks is just, oh my God, what happened to the world after COVID? I don't know. Oh, and I told, I spoke to my children yesterday. I said, you are going to work as soon as you hurt 15 because <laughs> I don't know what happened to people. I don't know. Yeah. Work ethic. 
So everybody knows how this feels. Just finding well, quality people now is just so difficult. So and and that's enough to prove that you have a real pharmacy and you're not in some <laughs> la la land. So yeah, no, um, no, no. The, the, <laughs> so the is there a, a single or cluster of of advice you would give to other pharmacy owners who are listening to this podcast? What's what's the sage advice from Shada Chowdhury? I would say, uh, take a risk. You won't know until you try. You know, Bruce, I've said that forever. That is one thing. You have to try something. I've tried and failed. I've tried and then I won. But you won't know until you try. You, I mean, you can keep it safe, but safe, you know, you stay on the path. You got to veer off and find another path. So, and also don't go by what others tell you. You have to experience it on your own. You got to walk the walk. So I always tell folks, you know, you got to try it yourself. Don't just listen to whatever this person said. You got to try it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So I, you know, yeah, I'll take an opportunity. I, I heard a little triad from a, a pharmacy I visited on a road trip a little while ago. And, and along this theme, the guy said, you have to try something new. You have to drop something that's not working. And then you have to find out how to make something that's kind of working work better. Um, and I think that the principle that a lot of pharmacists don't study is how do you drop something? How yeah. do you find how do you finally walk away from something that takes time, energy and isn't producing a reward? Um, you know, I don't know what that would be. Um you know, the easy answer from 20 years ago is doing personal charge accounts. You know, you drop mm -hmm. those when they, you know, they get too bad. But there's people who still do them and it's a wonderful thing for them. So it depends on the personality or pharmacy. But if you're going to grow, you you have to have to bite off and stop doing something. Like um, the negative reimbursements. Like everybody's like, oh, my God, the negative reimbursements, the GLP ones. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But then you have, I mean, how we function at Palms Pharmacy is that, okay, we have a negative reimbursement. Okay, let's see if there's other prescriptions that make up for it, or we're going to sell supplements, our services. So we kind of look at that individual patient. So it's not that, oh my God, we lost $18. Oh my God, that patient's, that prescription's gone. We have to look at the whole picture. That's what we do. And that's how we keep our patients. And that's how we try to stay in the positive. So yes and no, I get it. But a negative reimbursement can sometimes be positive. So it depends how you look at it. Yeah, it is. And and there are patients who I think you do have to let go. Um, oh, oh yeah, please. I'm more than happy to get rid of a whole bunch of them. So don't worry. I do do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. Don't worry. And my whiteboard shows that we have a whiteboard. We have team meetings. And we go over all this every week with, with the staff. So... So back to your private label for just yeah. a minute. I mean, it is it's labeled Palms Pharmacy. Oh, okay. And how many SKUs did you bring in and how did you decide on that? So we brought in four to start. Um, we just decided um, what our patients have been asking, you know, because what I recommend whenever patients come in. So for us, our base are, is a great multivitamin. So, and you know, there's supplement companies out there. You think four, five, six per day. I'm like, oh no, we can't do that. Like, Bruce, do you take four capsules a day for your multivitamin? Do you do that? I take a multivitamin. I take a 
53 and um I think that's the, that's what I'm doing multivitamin vitamin wise. But but your multi is just one capsule, it's not four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we we had to find a supplement company that is going to work with us to make sure that the patient can take let's say one or two capsules, not four. So that was important to us and then we brought in iron since on our our demographics, we have a lot of female patients and iron deficiency is a huge thing. So we brought it, we private labeled iron and then we added magnesium, a magnesium blend for our ADHD patients. We are big in the ADHD community as well. Apparently we do a lot of things. And so our parents have asked us, you know, hey, can you help us out with another uh, A supplement? So we came out with the neuro, uh, gosh, what's it called? Neurofocus is what it's called. And berberine, okay. of course, for weight loss for our weight loss patients. So those are uh, our top four for now. That's great. And and um, the team knows what they are. And and I mean, how do you how do you position a, a, a recommendation? What's what's the strategy for getting your staff to recommend a vitamin? So we okay, so we have social media, which we will see. We will we will be promoting that social media, but we add it in as an extra add-on to our patients that um, in their text message. We'll say, okay, your prescription's ready for X, Y, and Z. But hey, we have this as an add-on as well. So we're, we really tailor our text messages patient-focused. So if they get an ADHD medication, they'll get a text message for this one. Our, what, um, our iron for our female patients that are birth control, that sort of stuff. So we really uh, tailor our text messages to these patients. And also we have a vitamin supplement of the week. So we'll be promoting our supplements every week. So. And at the register, you will see them. You'll see them all over the place. Well, th well, that's great. Hey, listen, we're about out of time. Um, oh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna brag on you just a little bit more, and then ask you while you're blushing to just make a final comment or two. But since we met, I you had been named the number two most influential pharmacist on the 50 top influential pharmacist people. That and a dollar will buy you a Coke at 7-Eleven, right? But it, it, um, <laughs> no. What what an what an honor to be featured in that regard, and then um, you've just been elected to the board of directors for the Independent Pharmacy Cooperative, the kind people who are sponsoring this podcast for us, and you've attended your first meeting and been installed there. Um, tell us just a bit about that meeting, and then give us a final word for our listeners. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yes, I was elected a, uh, a position, a, a seat at IPC in June. So, yes, that last week was my first board meeting in Madison, Wisconsin, which was a journey within itself. And it's so beautiful there. Who knew? Madison, Wisconsin was so nice. Um, uh, the board was so welcoming. The executives were just phenomenal. Um, just being a part of that whole committee team was amazing just all the rock stars that are there and just I can't wait to learn from every single person there they're just I would like 17 stores and I don't know how they did it you know so just learning from all of them I just can't wait so they were very welcoming the whole time that I was there last week was it I don't even remember gosh last week um and we're very excited about Mark being our new CEO so we're excited about the new things that he's going to bring on and just implement something we're very excited well that's great and 
do you think there's a future for independent pharmacy? Uh, the future? The future's infinite. Come on. We're not going anywhere. Have you seen these Walgreens walkouts that are happening this week? We are here to stay. And, you know, and, and you know, that is oh so true. I wrote an article that will be in the America's Pharmacist magazine that is being distributed, the NCPA show. And it's kind of my 50-year swan song on the industry. Yay. And And the point that I try to drive home is that despite all the stuff that's bad, there are people like you. There are people like Mona Gaddis, who's on the board, mm-hmm. yep. Vicki Einheling, who's on the board, John Kohler, who's on the board, who are figuring out how to make money and to grow. And kind of the, the point that when I started in this business a while back, the, the franchises, the medicine shops, the health marts, their goal then was to make you look like a chain. Mm-hmm. And that was the idea we thought how you were succeeding. And the industry has morphed so that Palms Pharmacy needs to look like Palms Pharmacy. And, um, you know, uh, just spoke with uh, Mountainside Compounding Pharmacy in Georgia for a podcast last week. Uh, you know, she needs to look like Mountainside Compounding Pharmacy. It's a personality. It's a it's a dig into your community. It's find something you're passionate about and, and, and build on it and you can find success. And you're the, you're the poster child for that. So God bless you. Thank you for spending some time on the phone with me today. And, um, I still hope I get down to Tampa sometime and see you. So I hope you can. So ladies and gentlemen, friends and neighbors, that's going to be it for Pharmacy Crossroads today, where we always hope that something we say will help you do more and be better. Take care. Thanks for listening to Pharmacy Crossroads. If you're interested in talking with Bruce, please contact the show. Visit PharmacyCrossroads.com. We look forward to hearing from you.